Welcome to the Real Talk, Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rashawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y, and we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck, and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. Need to break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now. Good morning. How you doing, brother? Doing good, bro. We back at it. Let's do it. Man, we are ready to roll. We are ready to give you guys some material that will likely change your life. The counselor and the influencer. It's about to go down. Are you sure. Ready? You know, it's really tempting for me as a marriage therapist, and just that's what I'm known for in our community, that I just want to show people that I'm, I'm good, that my family's great, that we don't have that many issues, that what I tell you works. And the reality is, I'm a real person with real stories, with mm. real feelings, and I'm a human. And so that means I make mistakes and I need to constantly ask for forgiveness. How about you? Same here. Every single day, constantly. I know that I'm in a mess from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. However, it's good that the Lord always get us out of that mess. You know, that's good. And I think when we get caught up in that, we have to put this image out and pose for other people. Then we forget the power of God, how he works through our weaknesses to make us strong. Yeah. I know it's so tempting, especially with social media, to put your best face out there. But I see the reality of who people really are behind the scenes through counseling. I get to see the billionaires who come in and they have these issues that are just crazy big. Wow. And then I see people that make 50,000 years or 40,000 as a teacher come in. And God's just moving in their life. And they may be living in a 1,400 square foot house. I'm thinking about this one lady with four kids. And she's just one of the heroes of my life. And she's a client because she has fought the good fight. She's learned how to communicate. She's learned how to be effective even when other people have been abusive, even when her kids have gone off Mm. the rails. And now she's living in the joy of God's grace, of God's faithfulness because all of her kids, two are in college, are pursuing the Lord. Really, that sounds like an inspiring story, and I'm sure someone out there may even relate to this. That's right. So I just want to encourage you that although our focus will be on couples and marriages, that this information absolutely translates to your kids as well. Come on now. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. So last time, on the last episode, 88, we went over your story, how we all tell ourselves a story. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it because there's a lot of valuable content that you just don't want to miss, and it will set you up to be even more successful about what we're going to go over today. So the story is the narrative that we tell ourselves, and that's what we react to. We tell ourselves that my wife did this because she's lazy, or she did this because she doesn't support me, when really, she could have just had a really hard day, and she could be conflict-averse and just never like to deal with conflict. That's what mine was. Mm. And so remember that we all come to the, sto- we all come to the table with a different story, what we believe about the other person, their motives, their actions, their thoughts that may or may not be accurate. And then the second thing we went over is the actual technique is setup. There's a setup that we go through of asking the person to talk. And then we ask if now is a good time. We ask, we set a time limit. And then we have a cue of thinking about love. We have a cue of saying you are not my enemy. And again, I went over that in great detail in episode 88. So go back and check that out. Now, the last part of the setup 
is your mindset. Mm. Your mindset. Wow. How big is your mindset? As a man thinketh in his heart, so, so is, he. is he. That spiritual discipline is important, but also your mental discipline is near as near as important as well. You know, keeping our thought patterns aligned. You know, one the scripture, but also to love. You know, love everybody always. Amen, Bob Goff. That's it. That's it. You mind if I call you Mr. Bob? Mr. Mr. Bob. He's the man. Yes, yeah. he's got. He's probably telling a story right now. He probably is. He just. All just going for it. Exuberant. Just going for yeah. it. Probably to the homeless man who's sleeping in his car. Probably. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. That is such a phenomenal story. That's right. So I want you to think about shifting your mindset because most of us approach solving conflict with the problem as the focus. And the problem of focus is typically the person on the other side of my words. Mm. And so instead of coming with a we come to complain. We come to just share with you how much you've hurt me. I'm going to tell you yeah. all the things that I know that you must have been thinking to act the way that you've acted. And I want you to imagine a very specific time in your life right now. Maybe it's not resolved. Maybe it's partially resolved that you've had a fight with somebody you love, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, that you've not really gotten over, even though if you don't talk about it anymore. Think about it. Could be yesterday. Could be this morning. Could be. I don't know, two weeks ago, a month, yeah, three months, six months. Get that in your mind so that you can put that in to the grid of what we're going to teach. So think about the story you told yourself about that person. Now, shift your mind from a position of complaining to a, compli- to a position of the goal is to reconcile. The goal is to reconcile. Now, if my goal is to complain, then I just need to get out all my words. I need to just stick my finger down my throat. And just take on my tonsils until vomit comes wow. out. Because that's what most people do when they approach communication to resolve conflict. And actually, they're just wiring the conflict in at a deeper, more toxic level. Mm. So you want to switch your mind from my goal is to complain and to just tell you everything that you've done to screw up my life. Yeah. To my goal is to resolve, reconcile, and do that from a position of hope in Christ. Why is it hope in Christ and not the other person? Not because just. at the end of the day, they'll always fail you. They won't meet your standards, you know. And if you make, even with a significant spouse, if you make a spouse more significant than God or Jesus, you'll end up in significant problems. Amen, amen, amen. Man. Preach it. Come on. That's exactly right. Because if the, if you focus on Christ, then you live an elevated life. If you focus on the person, then you've already lost the battle. Mm. Because the weapons of our warfare are not of this world, but they're mighty in God to wow. tear down high places, rulers and authorities. Good. And so if we go with Christ and we focus on how we can bring his life and his love True. to this situation, then we've already started to win. Irregardless of the response of the other person, which I pray will be amazing. Yeah. And I think as you wire this new technique into your marriage, this new frame of way in a way of living, it will affect all, all how many, areas. All, all areas, all areas of your life. My brother, all there's so many things. Even, yeah. Even if you're in the thick of the battle, what I've even uh, recognized, I call it the three piece, but uh, pulse ponder, or pray, then ponder. You know, ponder the situation, then react. Or respond, not even Pulse. react. Pulse. Pulse. 
Pause or pulse? Oh, pause. Is that what you say? Pause. pause. I thought you said pulse. Pray, ponder, <laughs> and then react, uh, respond. I don't, I don't like saying react because react and respond are They're different. totally different things. React makes no effort. It's yeah. just what naturally comes, which gotcha. is typically not good. Mm, see? The effort is so important. Excellent. That's exactly right. That's it. That's good, Sean. Keep going, Sean. You like that, brother? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> so think about when you're talking. You're going to make your request specific. You're going to focus on the behavior of the person, and you're going to make your request reasonable. Mm. You're going to have an actual goal that is good to move towards that is not just venting, vomiting. Because what happens when you vent and you vomit on somebody, Wow. you get to go first and share the story, and they get to go second and take revenge. That, that quick. That quick. Just that quick. And the longer you go on and the longer you vent, the more the revenge will be enacted, depending on the person. It could be passive-aggressive. could be physically. could be emotionally aggressive. But it's harmful either way that you slice it. Come on. Nobody wants to be vomit on. Nobody. You shouldn't Nobody. want to vomit on anyone. That's you, nasty. You know, Even doctors. we do it sometimes. Doctors are vomited on, but they have a goal and they have a protocol in sight that they're going to lead the person to a better place of healing. The same is true of relationships. So you're, you can't avoid getting vomited on, but that never needs to be your goal. Got ever. it. That doesn't mean it won't happen. That doesn't mean you won't do it. That doesn't mean we can't recalibrate. Just it can't be your goal if you want a solution or a positive godly outcome. So, so good. So the next thing is your goal in the first phase or three phases, three basic phases that we want to jump into. You know, there's the guy named Terry Real wrote a book a long time ago. I don't even remember what it's wrote, but he goes over some things like this. There's techniques called speaker-listener technique, which has some elements. John Gottman has some elements. All the people that have gone before have all their unique communication techniques, and they're all great if you apply them well. I like this one because it gives freedom for each person to validate and acknowledge that, hey, I do have a story. Let's talk about it. Wow. Let's get clarification. So the first part that you want to do is you want to speak with love and savvy. We talked about that. And you want to remember the love. And then, as you've remembered this loving situation that we went over in Podcast 88, then you're going to start speaking about the situation. Now, we need to do this in four specific ways. Now, if I haven't told you, I would encourage you to get a notebook or have your phone out to take notes or to go back later and listen to this because I'm going to give you a sequence of events that you can do and these techniques really do work when you practice them. What happens if you don't practice football? Oh, you'll continue to get even worse or never become, you know, better. So you, Rashawn's going to be modest about this, but he was one of the top recruits in Kansas. He was the fastest man in Kansas Dang, before bro, he got shot. I wouldn't say the fastest man in Kansas. Before he but... got shot. <laughs> nah. He's running from the police. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> so think about it, though, brother. Think about how much you practiced back then to get a D1 scholarship, Division One. I. I was tons of practice. I would go to sleep with the football in my hand, throwing it up at the ceiling. Now, what happened at our last picnic when the, we started to throw the ball to you? What happened? I went. I had butterfingers. It flew right through my it hands. Was my it was son, years. My son said, Dad, did Rashawn really play Division One? Yeah. Now, why was that? I went from Jerry Rice to Jerry Ice Hands. <laughs> to Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To Jerry Springer. That's funny. So, and it's just because 
you're not practiced. Yeah. Now, as we yeah, as we, it evolved, how many interceptions did you throw in the game? Uh, it was about eight, maybe, <laughs> like Troy Aikman. No. That's right. That's why he's not there anymore. That needs 55. So, so think about you, brother. Think about how even, even that short time we played, by the end, you were catching one hand. You were doing way better because you activated a native talent that you had practiced for years, for yeah, decades true. as a youth. Came back out the cocoon. So the same is true of you practicing what we're going to teach you is you must practice this to get good at it. Just like anything that's worthwhile, the practice will result in the positive outcome. That's so good. So important. Y'all hear that? So what is it that you need to work on today? Be encouraged by that. So think about the specific fight that you got in. And remember, Rashawn said, don't be like Jerry Springer. Don't be like Jerry Springer. You don't want a Jerry Springer show. In your family with just chaos, crazy people fighting. All day, every day. Because you're going to have a goal. So be specific. Think about what behaviors happen to create the story in your mind. And make your request at the very end reasonable. So how do we do this? Well, first you start out by sharing what you saw or what you heard. Mm. So there is a couple that came in. And she felt like her husband was choosing his friends over her. And we got into the weeds and we really uncovered what the situation was and I had them start this technique. And so she would say every single time, I feel like your friend, you're choosing your friends over me because you go out with them all the time. Mm. Now, if you know anything about communication, that's a completely inflammatory response. And so we had to break it down and say, I said, now you need to describe the events as if you recorded them on a video camera and you just say what you saw and what you heard. Not what you felt yet, and not the story you told yourself. Yeah. It took, and I'm not joking, I'm not joking, this is an extreme exa- example, 45 minutes. Because every time she would, he would, she would say, you know, I feel like your friends, she could, she could not, she could not, she could not hear him ever say, honey, I like, I lo- I like my friends and I love you. I love my friends and I love you. They're not replacing you. It's an A and not a but. Yeah. She would say, so your friends are more important than me. Like literally, that's the filter the that response. she was. That's right. Because she had a story that she had so wired in that anything else that was different could not. So we let, literally went at one point word for word. The, the, my, my. It, yeah. It was wild. So think about if you cannot describe it in a way that it's being video recorded then you're off. You're starting out with feelings. You're starting out with the story you're telling yourself. So be very clear and specific about behavior. So that would look like, honey, when you said you were going to go out to Buffalo Wild Wings with your friend at 7 p.m. on this last Tuesday night and you came home at midnight, it was hard for me. Boom. And that created the next story that I'm going to share. Does that make sense? Yeah, true. Very true. And when I now, asked you to stay with the kids and you missed their football games, that was hard for me. Mm, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That That's the story that they could start with. Then next, they go into the story, and now she would say the story she made up about it. So she would say, I'm just going to keep going. The first thing, honey, when you went out with your friends to Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings Tuesday at 7 p.m. instead of spending time with the family, then... You got home at midnight. The story I told myself about that was that you loved your friends more, more. than me and more than the kids. True. Wow. How now, true is that in some of our lives? Uh, 
Yeah, it's so good. But see, I'm not. What I didn't say was this. You know, you always go out with your friends and you choose them over me, and you choose them. More, you love them more than our, our even our kids, Rashawn. Mm. Now, what happens to you? Do you get defensive, or or have invited you to the solution? Invited me. That's right. But at the first one, if I say if I say it that way, and I'm like. Why are you doing this? You know, I, you hurt my feelings. You don't even care about your kids. You don't care about me. You're always going out partying with your friends. Well, what have I done? Have I invited you or have I pushed you away and made you defensive or created a defensive atmosphere? A defensive atmosphere. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to fight. Yeah. We're going to fight. So one's an invite and one's a fight. So you need to make the choice. If you want to invite, start taking these steps. If you want to fight, don't do anything don't I'm saying. Do it. Got it. That's good. So I even think of... Um, just as you were saying the story idea what stories were playing in our mind i also found it in my past uh to have just observed something else like if we can allow other people's stories to fall off on us so say for instance if there's a group of women who are at a you know at a restaurant or at a coffee shop and one of them are talking about their husband and the issues and the troubles they're having with their husband and then, you know, wife number two is sitting at the table with them or with the group of ladies who are all talking about how terrible their husband is. Wife number two goes home to her husband, sees him sitting on the couch, and she has this story planted in her mind from, you know, that instance where they were at the coffee shop. She immediately can take those individual stories and, you know, sort of play this false narrative in her mind like why is he why is he on the couch sitting there like why is he doing this like really taking their issues and bringing them over to you know you know her own spouse her own house so we got to be careful not to allow other people's stories to sort of play into the narrative that god has for us and what he wants us to do amen and i know i'm guilty of that that i am intentionally have to every day come home and find three positive things to the point where I have it on my phone that there's an alarm that goes off before I come home. So on my way home, I can think of, okay, find three positives when I first walk in the door to set the atmosphere of Christ instead of the atmosphere of criticism and negativity. Because all day long, I'm looking for issues to help people resolve and finding solutions. My family, when I first walk in the door, does not want my solutions. They want my hugs. They want my kisses. They want my validation. They don't want my advice. Gotcha. There may be a time for that. But there are lots Thousands of times of experiencing it the negative way, I'm learning that the best moves are validation when you first come home. So Got it's the same it. thing. That's good. Because I can have the narrative, well, then my wife homeschooled. What did she do today? You know, I've been at work all day hustling and yeah. changing lives. Yeah. And, you know, and so the story always needs to be my wife's giving her heart. She's loving. She's being kind. She's sacrificing. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, so, I hope, hope y'all taking notes still. So the the last part of this technique of the first part of the technique is what you want to see happen what you want to see happen so we have what you saw and heard the story you told yourself about what you saw and heard how you felt about it and then what you'd like to see happen so Mm -hmm. this is what it looks like one when you went to buffalo wild wings tuesday this last tuesday at 7 p.m and you missed our son's soccer game i told myself that you loved your friends more than you loved your family and that you didn't care about this. Now we're on, that's two. Three, what I felt about that was I felt unloved, I felt alone, and I felt a little bit betrayed because you committed to being a dad and a husband. And it seems like you're more committed to being a friend 
and a party guy. What I would like to see happen is for you to make a commitment to the times that you're going to be with us. And if you want to go with your friends, for us to talk about it and schedule it in so that we can both have expectations without fighting about what's right, what's wrong. And I don't have these narratives play on my mind that you're choosing them over us. That's so good. It reminds me of where you invest time, you're losing somewhere else. Uh, similar to what we've spoke about many of the groups right here where we're recording at is that That's we exactly have to right. be mindful of where we're investing our time and know that there's actually someone losing on the back end. Hey, man, that's so good. Yeah. So, guys, <laughs> there's so much to these techniques. Yeah. Now, we're going to go over the person that responds, what that looks like, and then in the next phase, we're going to go over how to put the whole thing together in an amazing way. True. And the reason we take time to go through these intricately is because if it was as easy as reading it in a book, you would already be doing it. True. It would already been done. So I try to weave in stories and Rashawn weaves in his stories about getting shot and stories he tells himself and the practice he needs to be exceptional at what he does so that you guys can connect to it emotionally and physically and spiritually and mentally and that you will succeed at an incredibly high, high level. True. Amen. True. Amen. Well, guys, if you love this, it means the world to us that you rate and review it. Because we feel like we are called by God to communicate the truths that transform from the counseling sessions and counseling office at New Vision Counseling and the social media influence that Rashawn has that goes globally around the world to you guys in a way that every podcast you get something that, if applied, can start to transform your life. In a moment, in a moment, guys. And also make sure you share this with a family or friend. It does no good uh, to just, you know, keep it on your own ear, you know, whenever someone can be helped. So it means so much to us by just that kind gesture of just sharing and uh, it helps support the podcast as well. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. We love you guys. Yeah. And if you want to get in touch with me or New Vision Counseling, we have a team of therapists that marry biblical principles with cutting edge counseling techniques. That's good. They would love to join you in your story today and help you discover what better looks like for you and then equip you with the tools to create create it. That's it. Hey, so New Vision Counseling dot live. Live. Dot live. (laughs) Don't say the O word. (laughs) Dot live. New Vision Counseling (laughs) dot live. Rashawn's got a limiting belief That's about it, my old. Limiting. He really loves our old website. That's it. Really, he just I loves. Used to jump on it. You all used the to jump time. on. It. That's why he's so amazing today. Just look at him. That's look it. at him. Come on now. He's, he's next level. <laughs> well, guys, God bless, and we have one to two more podcasts on this very yeah. topic that we really want you guys to dive into and see what God will do through your life when you apply these principles today. Hey, That's when's it. the best time to start changing? Not tomorrow. Right. Not yesterday. Right now. now. That's right. Well, guys, we love you. Bless you. And until next time, we see you later. Bye-bye.